and welcome to Avoid Alcohol After 6pm. One of the habits available on Flex and one we can all benefit from developing if we want to sleep better. I'm going to provide a little bit of the why avoiding booze in the four hours before bedtime is important for our sleep, but mostly I'm here to suggest a few ways in which we can bypass or respond differently to the triggers that result in a glass or two or more being consumed without us being truly aware. I should also declare that one of my favourite mottos is the best is the enemy of good enough, which for me means I'm interested in making progress, not making perfect. Having said that, there are plenty of reasons to avoid alcohol altogether. Most people who eliminate alcohol completely report feeling better. More specifically, they report feeling more productive, less anxious, they lose weight and crucially, they sleep better. But we're going to focus on avoiding alcohol after 6pm because this is specifically about sleeping better. It assumes a bedtime of 10pm, so adjust if your bedtime is different. In other words, avoid alcohol in the four hours before bedtime. So, why are we interested in avoiding alcohol before we sleep? Alcohol is a central nervous system depressant that causes brain activity to slow down. This slowing down of the brain is why so many of us use alcohol. Firstly, it's a shortcut to coping. Coping with all that brain chatter, also known as stress. And parallel to this, it reduces inhibitions and as a consequence, in moderation, it's an aid to socialising. You will have heard the Latin phrase in vino veritas, in wine there is truth. And the truth is a shortcut to making friends. And slap bang in between coping and socialising is a celebration or ritual that takes place in the liminal space between what was and what is about to be. For example, we use alcohol at weddings. What was is the single life and what will be is married life. We use it at funerals. What was is granddad's life and what will be is a life without granddad. We use it to celebrate victory. What was is the slog of studying, what will be is being qualified. And many of us slip into the ritual or reward of a glass or three that marks the end of the day and the beginning of the evening. When it comes to sleep, the evidence is clear. Alcohol and sleep are not good bedfellows because alcohol reduces the quality of our sleep and often the amount of sleep. A normal sleep cycle consists of four different stages. Three non-rapid eye movement, NREM stages, and then one rapid eye movement, REM stage. And whilst alcohol can help us with stage one, falling asleep, there's a price to pay between stages three and four. The liver enzymes' efforts to metabolise the alcohol in our system result in more stage three, slow wave sleep, and less stage four, REM sleep. Any disruption in this normal sleep cycle reduces overall sleep quality. Maybe you've noticed yourself feeling very tired even though you've had eight hours sleep. That could be because alcohol is reducing the quality of your sleep. Maybe alcohol is the thing that wakes you up in the wee hours. Drinking in moderation is generally considered safe, but every individual reacts differently to alcohol. The extent to which alcohol affects your sleep varies between individuals with age and gender is a particular influence. So, to summarise, 
Avoiding alcohol is good for us. Drinking in moderation, if possible, seems to be okay and doesn't affect our sleep unless we drink in the four hours before bedtime. To be clear, if you do drink in the four hours before bedtime, the less you drink, the better your sleep. So back in the real world, where it's less than easy to change our habits, what's the best way to build our avoid alcohol after 6 p.m. habit? We'll cover the main uses mentioned earlier, socializing, coping and celebration. Their triggers, this is what might trigger an alcohol craving. And then we'll suggest some ways to sidestep or respond differently to these triggers. Trigger one, when we use alcohol to socialize, the trigger is other people. Avoiding alcohol will, for many of us, have ripples. Ripples means other habits will be affected too. And to navigate the ripples requires a little more boldness than usual. If your routine is an evening drink with friends or colleagues, it means they're going to be affected too. In many cases, they will unconsciously see you holding up a mirror to their own alcohol consumption. This will make them feel uncomfortable and it would be fairly usual for someone to try and persuade you to retreat back to your old ways so they don't feel so uncomfortable. You might even remember occasions where you've been guilty of this yourself. If the trigger has already been pulled and you find yourself socialising in the evening, the obvious option is to ditch your usual tipple and explore the non-alcoholic alternatives. Alcohol-free beer is remarkably good these days. Don't judge it too much until you've tried it a few times. It will become your new normal. Alcohol-free wine is getting better and perfect as a spritzer. Alcohol-free gin is also popular, but there are also a host of other drinks that simply don't contain alcohol. The less sweet, the better I find. Try as many alternatives as you can. This exploration of the alternatives can get you over the initial hurdle. Take photos of anything that makes it onto your shortlist so you can remind yourself if and when the craving reappears. My personal favourites are low alcohol IPA and a Virgin Mary. An alternative is to socialise earlier. This was a bit of a revelation to me. I've cut down my alcohol consumption considerably, but I haven't cut it out. On a Saturday, I love a long late lunch and back home by 6pm. During the working week, my focus on other sleep better habits means I now go to bed at 10pm, which means I get up earlier, which means my working day starts earlier, which means I finish earlier, which means if I do go out for a couple of drinks after work, it genuinely is a couple of drinks after work because I've managed to stay disciplined about my 6pm deadline. A third option is to avoid alcohol-centred socialising. This means stopping inviting people out in the evening and declining invitations that arrive. It's simple really. If invitations do arrive, I find the truth is the easiest way to deal with this. I want to sleep better, so I'm avoiding alcohol. I'm doing something different. I'd like to think that people who care about you will understand. You don't have to stop seeing people, but you do have to be a bit more proactive about organising social events where booze isn't involved. And the final option for the other people trigger is to get proactive about your social life. Start organising events that float your boat and invite others along. 
if you wait for friends to invite you, the chances are some or many of them will involve booze. Head them off by organising events centred around exercise, the arts, nature, making stuff, book clubs, anything that interests you, which makes it sustainable. You might find yourself inviting new people instead of the old favourites. Maybe you'll find your social circles become less booze-centric. Maybe that's a positive side effect. To summarise, if the trigger for alcohol is other people, consider 1. Non-alcoholic alternatives 2. Saying no to invites and or stop inviting people out 3. Get proactive about your no-alcohol social life 4. Socialise earlier and be strict about your 6pm deadline Trigger 2 When we use alcohol to cope, the trigger is all that brain chatter Brain chatter is the term I use to describe the unnecessary negativity and stress that fills our head. The sort of stuff we want to get away from. Alcohol helps us cope with brain chatter. Brain chatter often triggers the craving for booze. But there are many other ways of coping with brain chatter. Anything that keeps your mind in the moment will do. Play sports, exercise, dance, paint, spend time in nature, go out in the rain. Walk on the beach, by the lake, along the river, do some gardening, walk with a friend, phone a friend, meditate, breathe consciously, practice something you want to get good at. Experiment with a whole heap of different responses to that brain chatter. Find a few that work for you and keep them in your locker, ready to use whenever you need them. Those cravings for alcohol as a response to stress or brain chatter might only last a moment or two. Train your mind to crave the alternatives. Mine's a walk on the beach, whatever the weather. Trigger three. When we use alcohol to celebrate or mark an occasion, the trigger is the ritual associated with leaving one phase when another is in clear view. Weddings, funerals, birthdays, victories, finishing work and so on. Alcohol is a part of so many rituals, but it's important to remember it's only a part of the ritual and it can be replaced or even ignored. So the trick is to design a new ritual. When a drink's pretty much essential, replace alcohol with one of the non-alcoholic drinks you've already discovered. If you're celebrating regularly, e.g. at the end of the working day, swap the glass of wine for a herbal tea, a walk in the park, the lighting of a scented candle or incense stick, listening to a podcast or both. Swap a visit to a bar or pub for a good book or yoga or a little slice of mindfulness. Make sure your new ritual is something you look forward to, something that feels like a reward, something that clearly marks the occasion. To summarise, the triggers are other people, brain chatter and rituals. The best thing is to avoid the triggers and if this isn't possible, respond to them differently. Ways to avoid triggers are socialise earlier, avoid alcohol-centric social events and get proactive about your social life. Ways to respond differently to triggers are to make no or low alcohol the new normal, find other ways to numb the brain chatter or design a new ritual. Keep exploring until you find a new way of doing things that you enjoy. It's the only way to make things sustainable. If you've already downloaded Flex and the Sleep Better Goal, you'll have access to a range of practical and actionable small steps designed to build your avoid alcohol after 6pm 
and other sleep better focused habits. You'll be able to convert them from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient and be happier. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you could do with a little extra help. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of goals, which each focus on a range of very specific habits. You decide which habits you want to build and Flex will suggest a range of small steps for you to experiment with. Each step is a way for you to explore different ways of behaving. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and many more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need some extra help. Good luck. We don't want finance to be a barrier to anyone doing things differently. So if you really find the cost of subscribing to a goal on Flex to be a barrier, drop us an email with a brief note about your circumstances and no questions asked, we'll provide you with free access to your chosen goal. And always remember, changing your thinking won't lead to better sleep, but changing what you do might. Have fun. Good luck.